December 31st, 2019. Uh, you know what that means. You mean, you mean, no, I mean, I mean that is 2019? No. Let's start over. Hi. Welcome to the Personal Dating Assistance Podcast. It's New Year's Eve. It's December 31st. It's 2019. Not for long. It's uh, the 10th episode. I'm excited. Tonight's going to be a good night. Maybe. We'll see. But I hope so. Uh, I started this podcast months and months back, and here we are. Some people can't. I think the average person stops after seven episodes of a podcast, and I want to make a million of them. Episodes, that is. Um, thank you all very much for listening in recent months. You guys have been good. You've been writing emails. And what I'm going to do with those emails is read them. Ten of them, to be exact. I have selected ten emails. Um, non-biased random uh i'm gonna be doing that focusing on that for the entire episode i'm not gonna be taking a conversation from um one of the members we'll get back to that next week this week we're doing things a little bit differently um before before we do all that let me just remind you all who we are and what we do personaldatingassistance.com is a website designed to help people with their online dating experience for the person that works a million hours in a week or just a hundred or five hours in a week, or the person that just doesn't really know what to say. Um, we're here to help. We're here to rewrite your bio. We're here to sign you up for the appropriate dating app. We're here to refer you to our photographer. We're here to give you consultation, consultation too. Uh, dating advice. We're here to get you dates. Um, I've been with the company for four and a half years, and uh, it's been good. I've gotten guys a lot of dates. I haven't gotten girls to any dates, but that's because I haven't been paired up with a girl. But my coworkers have gotten a lot of girls' dates. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're here to help. Uh, the first step, you're listening to the podcast, so that, that's a good start. Um, I'm your host. I'm Matthew Violet, as you know. I'm excited. I'm stumbling over my words because uh, it's New Year's Eve. It's excited. It's a fresh start in a few hours. Um, it's like a, it's a brand new chapter of, of my life. I don't know. It's my favorite holiday. So I'm excited. So why don't we get right into it? Uh, I am going to pick the 10 emails. I already have them selected, but I'm going to go through them and, and pick them at random. Um, so let's begin. Okay, uh, email number one. Uh, Hi, Matthew. I want some advice on what to do with a guy I've been talking to for a few days on Match. He opened with a funny message and has been great to talk to. He's nice, almost too much. He politely asked for my phone number. The second night we were chatting, I turned it down by saying we weren't ready yet, which he was fine with, and we still have some very good momentum. Uh, I ended up giving him my number this morning, and he's gotten very strange. The way he's texting is a bit unorthodox, and he keeps asking to meet for a date. I'm hesitant. And why? Well, I just have a weird feeling about him. I feel like he's hiding something. What should I do? And that is from uh, Jenny from Jersey City. 
Okay, uh, Jenny, a uh, few questions for for you. Um, is he serial messaging you? What What did you mean by very strange? Um, is he saying that the two of you should should go on like a getaway, like uh, you guys should just escape to, and head to Santa Monica for the day? Um, how many photos does he have? Is my next question. If he only has one or two. Um, that's not good. It might be, you know, like spam or a robot or something, or just, you might be in the process of getting catfished. Um, is there a way you could check out his Instagram or Facebook? Uh, I would look up his, I would look up his name. Facebook used to have this feature where if you had someone's phone number saved to your phone, um, and you're not friends with them, you could still look them up somehow. And, um, yeah, they would just show up, but you just type in the phone number. I don't know if they have that anymore, but if they do, uh, you should try to do that. Um, I also want to ask, uh, have you been in this situation before? So do you have like a bad history of, a, you know, attracting the wrong type of guy? Um, are you super on your guard right now and in, in your, you know, being dramatic? Not to minimize this whole thing. Uh, in short, I think go with your gut, right? I mean, if, if you have a bad feeling, you have a bad feeling. That's where the whole you know, fight or flight kicks in, right? If you, if you're upon confrontation, I think that's how it goes, something like that. But if you have a bad feeling, um, I would ask questions, find out things before you meet with him. Always meet in a public place, of course. Um, worst case, you know, he's already, he's seeing somebody, he has a girlfriend, that type of thing. Hopefully not like he's married and has a family. I hope not. Um, but yeah, definitely go with their gut. Wish you the best of luck. Uh, and hope to hear from you. Write me an email. Let me know how if you are right. Thanks, Jenny. Okay. Uh, email number two. What's up, Matthew? Have you ever had any celebrities sign up for your service? Who would you say is the richest? Uh, what types of people would they want to be set up with? Thanks. Um, Ken from Las Vegas. Okay. So I've been paired up with two I guess you'd call them, I wouldn't say celebrities. Like, it's not like Matt Damon, George Clooney, anything like that. But th these are these are two recognizable figures, I'd say. Um, there was a third. I wish I could say who, I wish I could say who they are, uh, but I can't. I get in trouble. Um, the third I got paired up with, but I never ended up um, working with him. He paused service for a while because he was traveling. He's very busy. And then he came back. Um, one of my coworkers was gone and then, you know, she was, she was helping him out at the time and then, uh, she was gone and then he got paired up with me. I got to chat with him for a little bit, but I ne never actually did any work on his behalf and like got him a date. But the other two, um, they were very picky. Um, go figure, right? They, uh, they wanted something very particular and, um, they wanted, uh, uh they wanted to be set up with someone who didn't really want them for their money. Uh, you know, recognize them for their accomplishments and status. Um, the best way to kind of do that, I always say, is to kind of um, don't flex in your photos, if that makes sense, literally and figuratively. So like, you know, have a Rolex on, but don't like zoom in super close to your Rolex, right? That type of thing. Don't pose next to your Rolls Royce, uh, never do anything like that. But, you know, the, 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 the photos... Um, they're very, they're very relaxed in their photos, chill. Uh, it wasn't anything too wild like them, like dinner on top of the Empire State Building, anything like that. Like it, it was pretty fine. So the, the types of girls um, 
although they're very particular, it ended up working out for, for both. Um, I'm not working with either one of them now. Um, one of them, as far as I know, is seeing somebody. Uh, I'm not sure what happened to the other guy. But yes, to answer your question, I have had recognizable figures and um, I just can't share who. Thanks for the email. Um, email number three. Hey, Matthew, what are your thoughts on dealing with some things that might hinder my chances of getting a date? I'm on the shorter side. I live with my parents and my confidence is shot. Please help. I feel like I'm trying my best and I want girls to overlook all. I want the girls to overlook the first two things. The last thing I need to work on myself. I I, I assume he's referring to his confidence. Thank you, uh, John from Hartford. Okay, John. um, Don't sweat it. (laughs) Um, I think you're thinking too hard. There's 34.9 million people on dating websites 2019. Uh, there's someone out there for you, I promise. Um, you could always, you know, broaden your horizons. You know, maybe you're being super particular yourself. Um, uh, it reminds me of that episode of um, Friends when uh, Rachel, Rachel met uh, Chip, Chipper, something like that. He was the cool guy in high school. He um, he had the the motorcycle. He worked at the movie theater, um, and you know they were having this conversation. They they met up and and something came up like, uh, yeah. So I live with my parents, and she's like, Rachel's like, oh my god, you live with your parents? And he comes back with, yeah, but I can stay out as late as I want. So like viewers laugh as she cringes, um, but there's there is some type of humor to it. Uh, I think self deprecation. Um, it's the way to go. You know, be honest up front always about height, weight, living situation, kids, whatever it is. Uh, I think that's good. You don't want to scare them, of course, right? I mean, you want to ease it. What if you have super duper baggage? If you have, I don't know, if you have six arms, uh, you know, let them know. But, you know, don't try to scare them. Um, I think you should make you should make a joke and then uh, something sincere will do. So... Like, I currently live with family, uh, but they're central air, so it's not so bad. You know, maybe she'll giggle, that type of thing. But then you come back with, but in all seriousness, I had a few unfortunate things happen. And I'm fortunate enough to have parents who support me. Um, Not everyone has that, you know. My plan is to continue to save up and get a home. I refuse to pay somebody else's mortgage and rent, you know. So, I think it's it's best to say you live with family instead of parents. Um, You make... I think you could always uh, flip it and say it's your choice to do it. Um, and then I think it's good to um, bring it to her, her attention that you you know it, it's kind of it's lucky it's it's true you know not everybody does has that, that situation. Some people have to live out on their own at a very young age, and and it's they just because someone lives that has their own apartment, it doesn't mean they're necessarily happy shelling out 1200 a month and, and they're miserable right so um as far as being short uh you could say something like hey you know ever hear of kevin hart that guy's killing it tall people are so overrated plus you know i made the jv basketball team in high school try to make her laugh um i think i think what you could do too is something like this um, yes, I am shorter than you. I'm okay with you not being okay with it. But what if we just met for coffee for a half hour? No more, no less. 
let's just try it. So like you set, you set a time on the date, you know, so she knows kind of what to expect. So, um, let's just say she hated you or you hated her. Um, it's an easy exit. Boom. Time's up 30 minutes. That's it. Uh, I would try that approach. Um, when you start to get some momentum with someone, um, in a conversation and then don't get all defensive. Um, if she asks you for your height, cause I guess that's like a thing nowadays on Tinder. Don't be like, how tall am I? Uh, how much do you weigh? No, don't do that. Um, I think, I think bringing up Kevin Hart is a great point. I mean, that guy is, he's on the shorter side. He's one of the most popular men in the war- world. Uh, funny, just be funny. I think, I think that's the way to go. And, um, don't be hard on yourself. There's, there's 35 million people out there. Half are probably women. And, uh, I think you'll be fine. Email four. Uh, hi, Matthew. I recently started, uh, dating a woman who is divorced with two kids. What do you think my role should be? And when do you think a good time is to meet her children? Dave from St. Louis. Uh, the short answer, whenever she wants, uh, go slow, very slow. I don't think it's, your place to ever suggest it's a good time to meet them um it's for her to decide they're they're her kids um today when i hear single people uh single parents talk about dating the most common scenario is waiting until the the magical six month mark to you know meet kids uh divorced couples even mutually agree that the kids will not lay eyes on a romantic partner until a half year has passed some go as far as engagement which is extreme right um, this is nonsense. I, I, I think that there's no reason you can't introduce your kids to someone who are dating at any time. Um, I don't think, sorry, excuse me. There's no reason that you can't introduce your kids to someone you're dating anytime at all. Uh, people, people pass through children's lives all the time. You know, beloved teachers, um, grandparents, trusted neighbors, best friends move away. So people are going in and out of these, of these kids' lives all the time. And, you know, just because you meet someone your dating doesn't mean they're they're going to necessarily become attached to them. Um, just have her introduce to someone you're dating. Not this is my new husband. This is there's a new stepdad. I make a big deal out of it. Um, but yes, that's for her to decide. Uh, let her bring it up. Email number five. Hey Matthew, uh, what do you think the future of online dating is going to look like? Which direction do you see dating apps going? Thank you, Tim from Sacramento. Um, pretty much everything is, is has been done already for the most part, right? There's so many apps. Tinder versus Bumble, uh, Grindr, eHarmony, Tinder, Elite Singles. Um, there's dating saps out there for, for farmers, for rich people, for black people, for, for people that are uh, gay, people that want long-term um, Grindr. I guess some the way Grindr set up for gay people is that if, if you're looking for... Um, to hook up it's right then and there you let them know right away that type of thing um i think i think instagram will somehow do some type of dating app um it's blown up instagram has blown up in recent years uh it's more popular i think than facebook now uh don't quote me but i think it is um i think dating apps will get safer uh a lot of catfishers out there nowadays um, people who are totally not who they say they are claim to be a lot of nudes being sent out on that, like on Bumble. I know it gets blurry or whatever. Um, and then sometimes it's, it's a dick pic. That's not good. I think they'll become safer. Um, or 
What about this? We will start to use them less and less and they'll start to go extinct. Um, people start to get sick and tired of needing so much validation and matches and a desire to have a date every weekend. And instead, we just might relax. Uh, we might put less pressure on ourselves and just let, you know, meet someone organically instead of, you know, searching for on these dating apps like we're shopping for someone that, you know, someone super particular that we want, you know, six, four blue eyes, six figures, all that jazz, you know, we might just chill it at chill and, and, um, maybe they'll, you know, become extinct someday. Who knows? Uh, email number six. Hello, Matthew. How do you and your coworkers differ in messaging style? Um, or do you, do you all typically try to do things the same way? And that's Mike from New York. Um, Mike, when I first started working, I was given a template and some advice on strategy, best time of day, dating apps, that type of thing. But I slowly incorporated some of my own quirky lines, messaging style. Um, I was given a bigger leash. Nowadays, I can say whatever I want. My boss trusts my judgment. He knows if I, I mess up and say something that's a little racy, I have the tools to kind of repair the conversation, get him back if need be. Um, if you've been listening to my podcast and I've mentioned before, I kind of have a gambler's mentality, so I'm willing to say some crazy things. Um, but I don't know if my, my coworkers are uh, as brave as I am. Um, when new people come on board, they're probably given strict instruction too when we first start, when they first start, because we're dealing with people's lives, uh, egos, reputations, love lives. Um, yeah. So email number seven. Hi, Matthew. My mom and dad want me to meet someone ASAP, but they are not okay with the fact that I'm on dating apps. Um, they want to meet, they want me to meet someone in person and it just to happen by fate. How can I explain to them that online dating apps is normal nowadays? Thanks, Joey from Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, like I said before, there's 34.9 million people on dating apps in 2019. Um, so that's, that's a lot, right? <laughs> that sounds like it's pretty, pretty normal to me. Um, you know, that Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff song, parents just don't understand. Uh, there's truth to that. You know, my, my family doesn't, wasn't okay. They didn't get that. I wanted to be a professional card player. Um, they definitely don't get that. I'm, uh, some form of a matchmaker and dating coach. Um, sometimes people just don't get it. So you got to just let it go. It's not, it's your life, not theirs. Um, you know, but keep in mind, I'm not trying to ruin your relationship with your parents, you know, be respectful, but don't just say F you, you'll never get who I am and like flip the table over. Don't do that. But just don't sweat it. Um, email number eight. Uh, hi, Matthew. I've, I've been with someone for a few months and we re just recently started inviting each other to our places to have dinner. I've learned that she might be the worst cook i've ever met oh no uh i've given her three different opportunities and each meal has been gross whether it be overcooked steak or way too much salt in the mashed potatoes please help the girl is great but i cannot continue to suggest takeout forever dave from charlotte dave um <laughs> i think this is tough um this is tough cook together try and try to teach her some things my guess is that you are my hope is that you know some things about cooking. I particularly don't. I lucked out and I have someone that makes me great meals. Um, cook together. 
And uh, I think you got to tell her at some point, you know, nicely. Um, she might not know. Um, she might be really nervous and, you know, that's influencing her. Um, she's having performance anxiety and she's screwing up. But uh, remember Elaine from Seinfeld was like the worst dancer of all time, but she just didn't know any better. And no one told her, but they were cringing as she dances. You got you to gotta let her know. Um, maybe give it give it a, a couple weeks, you know, until you guys are getting building a stronger relationship and then then tell her at that time you know i think that'll be good um but yeah cook together teach her teach her a couple things um and then you know you try cooking by yourself sometime you know maybe have her watch and tell maybe that the meals are a little bit too complicated for now start start simple you know maybe breakfast for dinner eggs um everybody can make eggs right so yeah give that a shot Email number nine. Hey, Matthew, uh, this girl and I have been dating for a few weeks. We've deleted our dating apps and are doing great. However, last night she said she was going out with out with her friends, her girlfriend's dancing, and I had mixed feelings about it. Uh, yes, I want her to go out and have a good time, but I know guys out there are going to try to hit on her. Should I bring it up or should I just forget about it? Thanks, Jamal from Baltimore. Um, Jamal jealousy is an ugly thing insecurity is an ugly thing stress and anxiety are uh ugly things granted sometimes you know we can't help but we feel um but yeah sometimes we have to kind of cool it you know uh if you find her attractive there's a good chance other people will too uh that's just life at the end of the day uh sadly most guys are pigs neanderthals and you know, they want to act on their temptations they want it they want to fl- they see someone they want to go talk to her buy her a drink chat her up you know they think they have a shot with her but you know what she's dating you she selected you you know she's coming home to you um i think that if it's on your mind you know bringing it up i think communication is so important with everything whether it's problems in the bedroom if you don't like how she's kissing you problems with cooking um, you feel like you're upsetting her, get her to act. I think talking always is the, is, is key. Um, if, if, if you two are in a fight about something and she needs space, you know, you give her a couple days and then you talk to her, then you might be a want a person, the type of person wants to talk about something now. Um, if that's the case, if she needs her space, uh, it's her duty to kind of just let you know that she needs like a day or two. And we could talk about it at a later date. Otherwise, you're going to flood her and that won't be good. Um, uh, there's a way to do it. There's a way to bring it up. Uh, hopefully, it won't lead to an argument. I think um, she's always going to want to have girls night, though it might not necessarily always be going out to dance. It could be paint night, box wine night, uh, movie night, spa day. Um, she will probably come back and say there's nothing to worry about that she doesn't dance with other men. She probably doesn't. And that's all there is to it, you know. You either have to deal with it or get out of the relationship. Because, you know, if she loves to dance, you can't be that guy that tells her not to dance, right? Because there will be a resentment there. And you trust her, right? I mean, I would. My hope is that she hasn't given you any reason to not trust her. Um, But I wish you the best of luck. Last email. Uh, Hey, Matthew. I'm getting sick and tired of guys only messaging me about my photos. Why did I take an hour to write my batch? Why did I take an hour to write my match bio? It's as if they don't even read it. What do you think I should do? Only have one photo and not as many. Maybe just one photo of the back of my head. Please help. 
Mariah from Keene. Um, Mariah, unfortunately, as long as you're on a dating app, this is going to happen. Uh, it's good for me, bad for you. Bad because you're getting harassed, uh, but good for me because it means I'll always, I'm going to have a job. Uh, guys realize that this stuff doesn't work and then they come to us for help. Um, it sounds like you have some pretty good photos and that's a good thing. Um, I know it's frustrating, but you have to just, my hope is that you hang in there. How great will it feel when, when someone finally does read it? And let's just say you did have one photo, uh, you know, it's at the back of your head, right? Then guys would be forced to message you about your bio, right? And that's a good thing. Not necessarily. It might be in your best interest to keep everything the same. Uh, we don't want someone to message you about your bio because that's his only option. Rather, he does it because he wants to. Does that make any sense? I hope so. Uh, Mariah, thank you and um, good luck. For those of you with any questions, comments, concerns, and you want me to help out, uh, please write me at m.violet at personaldatingassistance.com. M is in Matthew, dot V is in Victor, I is in Igloo, O is in Octopus, L is in Lilac, E is in Elephant, T is in Thomas, T is in Thomas, E is in Elephant, at personaldatingassistance.com. That's assistance, A-S-S-I-S-T-A-N-T-S. Um, if I didn't select your email today, it's not because I don't love you. It's because, um, I don't know. It was all by luck, all by chance. Uh, I just selected a bunch. I don't know, but I'll get to you in the future. I might do another segment down the road, solely emails, depending on how much feedback, good feedback I get about this one. Um, next week, uh, I'll be going back to my usual routine of taking a conversation and, um, dissecting it it might be next week it might be two weeks from now whenever i get time i've been doing a lot of traveling for the holidays i also got sick uh bad food poisoning or i think it's because i accidentally licked a barbell at the gym by accident or dumbbell at the gym something happened uh but i've been sick for um i've been sick for a little bit and uh traveling and holidays and christmas and all that jazz so i haven't had an episode in a while but you guys are great. You guys are loyal. Thank you for being patient. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope you have a good new year. And I am ready for 2020. And thank you. Uh, yeah. Have a good rest of your evening. If you're listening at night. If you're listening in the day. Have a good day. This is Matthew Violet, The Rambling Gambler. Thank you. Bye bye.